Hello, my name is Rosanna Molunio and welcome to the Rosanna Mod Podcast. Want to modify your life? That is corny, but I'm going to keep it in there. This variety show brainstorms solutions for everyday challenges, unlocks your secret potential, think outside the box with creative ideas that improve your business and your life. Get inspired with special guests, get motivated with how-to projects for the whole family, and learn that life is too short for anything less than being happy. Laugh with me or at me, it doesn't matter, somebody's going to laugh. Welcome to the Rosanna Mont Variety Pod. This is your wrestle and host, Rosanna Moduño, episode 124, 124. 124. There's another lottery number for you. You're welcome. I'm in a mood today, so I just want to warn you. Well, anyway, this is an actual update from, if you hear any papers, it's because I got papers in my hand. Okay, it's not like a background sound or anything. It's just real papers. I'm not going to hide it. If you... Want to know anything about credit card hacks? You want to listen to episode 118. That was last week. Improve your credit score. And this is kind of like a part two sort of of that. This one has a little bit more in-depth insight on the credit card companies and collections. That's a big part of your score. Let's just start it off. Number one, pay off the cards with the highest interest and the highest minimum payments. Now I know that's kind of weird. This is what I do personally. You know, I've always had a problem with which cards do I pay first? I would think is to go to the one that has the highest interest. Now, how do you know what the highest interest is? That's not a problem. Go online, how you normally pay your credit card, and then look on the statement where it says minimum payment, write that down. And then right over that, there should be, you know, the percentage of, how much interest you're paying on it, whether it's 19% or whether it's 26%. It's, it should be on there. Also along with your limit. So you should always have this down. Now what do I do is I put it all down on index cards. I have one index card for each card. And in the front I have the name of the card, the account number, and then I have the information, which is the limit the due date, which you know, if you had listened to 118, you can pick whichever due date you want to pay these cards off. So you can call them and have them all on the same day if it helps you remember. And minimum payment and what the balance is. And then on the other side, I keep my password and my information like that, like the last date that I changed my password because I constantly change my passwords. Pay off the, I pay off the one with the highest interest. And then I pay off the one with the highest interest and the highest payment. Because if it's a card that has like a 26%, let's just say, which is crazy, and then the the payment is only, I don't know, minimum $25 a month, but then I have another card that's got 24% interest and the payment is $70 a month, I'm probably going to go for that one because it's high on both ends. And that'll lower my payments and it will also make my score go up. Number two, snowball versus avalanche. This kind of got me confused at first, but I I figured it out. Snowball versus, if you ever hear that term, it means you either pay off your cards by getting the smallest amount and then working your way up to the highest amount and the avalanche is backwards. 
taking the biggest one and going down to the smallest. So it really depends on you. If you have 10 credit cards and the smallest balance is $100 and the highest balance is, I don't know, $3,000 or whatever, then the snowball would mean you take the smallest card, which is the $100 balance, pay that off, and then move on to the next card. It's supposed to, they say, emotionally make you feel better because you got rid of one card. Then if you did the avalanche, which is go through the highest one, which is the $3,000 card, and then you start paying that off until you finish paying it off and then you work your way down. So it really depends on you how you want to do it. But if you do do an avalanche and you go for the highest one, don't pay any other card off until you pay that first one that you that you're focusing on. You really have to focus on that one. You can pay the minimum on the other ones, but don't pay the minimum on the highest one. Number three, if you get a card and you have a zero balance on it, and then you find yourself in the store and you have to use it because there's something on sale or whatever, make sure that you pay it off before the due date. Remember I told you in episode 118 that they report usually about three or four days or so after the due date. Number four, do you have any collections? If you do have collections, you're not the only one. I know how they work. If your collections are almost seven years old or they are more than seven years old, you can call the three bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, get your report, like I said in in episode 118, look through them, and if they're older than seven years, they shouldn't be on there. You have to ask them to remove it, because like I said, mistakes happen. And if you have one that's almost seven years old, like one year left or something, or maybe two years left, and you really can't afford to pay it, don't pay it. But here's the big, big thing that you have to remember. Do not call them. Do not contact them. Do not answer the phone if they call you. Once they get that initial contact from you, it registers in the system as a fresh date. So now that seven years, that almost seven years, has just jumped back to today because you just talked to them. So it keeps the account alive kind of like restarted. Number five, collections under seven years. Are they closed accounts? Always negotiate. If you want to pay and you're trying to pay off your collections, just negotiate. Okay, most of these collection companies are getting these uh, accounts like yours from companies that were, they sold it to them for like pennies. They want to make as much money as they can. So if you owed $500 and they closed your account for non-payment, they sold your account for like five cents to this ABC collection agency. ABC collection agency is gonna be calling you to try and get all of that $500, even though they only paid five cents, do you see? So it's always negotiable. You can do the same thing as these companies that fix your credit. All you have to do is, um, excuse the term, get ballsy enough to call these collectors and just talk to them. They're just telemarketers. They're just people. Get their little headset on their ears, playing on their cell phones and goofing around with the people around them, throwing candy and doing their nails maybe. I mean, picture it that way. Don't picture it like it's a bank. It's not because they're open like 24 hours a day of some of them. You know, don't, don't sweat it. Just I've done it before. I've been a telemarketer before. It's not that big a deal. Just all you have to do is negotiate on your terms. Make sure that it's something that you can afford. They're going to try and get it as high as they can. Plus, they get commissions 
So remember that they're salesmen. Okay, but you got this. You you can do it. Number six, call the creditors and talk to them. I guess that's part of number five. I just said it. Don't be afraid to talk to them. If you're not comfortable, you can get somebody else to talk for you and just tell them that they're you. I'm sorry. That's what I would do. If not, if you want to do it, then write down what you're going to say, questions that you're going to ask, and rebuttals that you have for them. And just explain to them, hey, I don't have the money. I don't have it. I'm not working right now. I can't pay this. I can't pay the 500. I'm not working. Where am I going to get the money? You know, you have to find a better number for me. Constantly whittle it down until it's as low as you can get it. And you can even make i I've actually had one call. I remember that. And it was like a $600 bill. I got them down to three because it had to be comfortable for me. And then once they write it off, make sure that you get that letter paid as agreed and closed. Number seven, if you get stalked or harassed, what do you do? Some of these people are crazy. Relentless is an understatement. I've been on both ends. I've been the caller and I have been the victim of these. I actually took these people to court a couple of times. I cannot mention who they are because I was sworn not to say, but I did take them to court for harassing uh, phone calls. And it depends on the lawyer that you hire, which is part of this list too. But um, depending on the lawyer, that's how much money you're going to get back per call. You just have to make sure that you write all these names down of people that call you, get their names down, and then get their phone numbers, the name of the company, the date, and the time that they called. If it's on your phone, make it a contact and keep it and don't throw it away. If they send you voicemails, it's very important not to delete them and just keep them on your phone because you're going to be needing this if you open a case. How would you open a case? Well, it's simple. The first thing you do when they call you, you have to answer the phone and you have to say, who is this? This is ABC Collection Agency. Okay, how can I help you? Yes, I'm looking for Jane Smith. If you're, if you are Jane Smith, say, yes, I am Jane Smith. What do you need? Well, first of all, I want to verify and get your last four digits of your social and say, no, see first, no. You know, you don't give them any kind of information. You never give anything. You don't give them your phone number. You don't give them your address. You don't give them anything. What happens is these people, ABC Collection Company, who just bought your account for five cents, they don't have any information. All they have are lead cards. They're cards that these salesmen get, and I know because I was a salesman. The only thing that they have on there is your name and your phone number. They might have your address. They usually don't have your account number though, guess what? They usually don't have all of the details of your dealings with that credit card company before they sold it. So these people don't know anything, and if they don't know anything, you are going to be able to win this case. How? Because what you're going to do is ask them, I feel very uncomfortable talking over the phone. You should have all my information because you're a collection company. So you say that this is my bill. I don't remember if this is my bill. I don't know who you are. Please mail me all the information that you have on me to the address that you have on file. Very important to say that because they usually don't have it. And then I'll respond. Please do not call me anymore put me on your do not call list, all you need to say. And then wait, if they're legitimate and they have all the information, you're going to get a letter in the mail with your account number and your name and how much you owe. But you might not get the the full account number. You might not even get all the details. So you can write back 
this is not my bill. I don't remember this. This is not mine. Can you please show me more? Can you please show me, you know, the statements? If they don't send it to you, that's not your bill. You can easily call the bureaus and just tell them this is not your bill. You can remove that from my report, please. And if they keep calling you and harassing you, this is what you need to do. Go to www.ftc.gov. And what you're going to do is look at the information. They show you exactly what you need to do. Or you can call one 888-567-8688-888-567-8688-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888-5678-888
credit cards and scores and stuff and I hope that that helps you and if it does help you let me know you know what to do how to contact me send me an email or whatever and uh, I will talk to you guys tomorrow for a Thursday love relationship that's my that's my I don't even know what that is Honestly, I don't know what that is. I'm exhausted. Always exhausted. When I'm on Buzzsprout Community on Facebook, I read these comments from other, from other podcasters who say they can't stand to listen to their own voice. And I'm like, uh, wow, that's not me at all. I love listening to myself because I hear mistakes and I hear things that I could have edited out that I didn't. Or I'll just make a noise and I'm like, why would I do that? That's all I have for you guys. Um, It's so nice that you listen. I love you for listening. And I wish I could just give you a big hug on that note. And that might be my ending. I will talk to you guys tomorrow for your Thursday love talk. And enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for stopping in. I always appreciate your time. And I hope you gained something positive from today's episode. If you did, then share it. And please show your love in the links below. You will be helping me help you. If you want to contact me, I know you'll find a way because my avatar audience is a genius like the host. So talk to you soon. God bless you. And what do we say? Ciao.